just make your vows uniquely yours. You don't have to do vows just because someone else did them at a wedding and you thought that's how you needed to do them. There is so much out there on social media now that it's almost overwhelming the options and the possibilities for what vows should sound like and look like and be as long as. And it's about having that open dialogue and that communication with your partner about what they want to do, what you're comfortable with, and then liaising with someone. Hopefully that's your celebrant or your videographer, photographer, someone in your vendor team or people in your vendor team that you trust that can give you that advice and help guide you in the right direction. Hello and welcome to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast, where we believe all weddings can be epic in their own right and uniquely you. We're your hosts, Tim and Matt, a photographer and videographer in the industry. Tune in as we dive deep and unpack all things weddings, how to make it fun, stress-free, and provide other creatives in the industry tips and tricks to raise the standard when it comes to planning the perfect wedding. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast. You're with Tim and Matt and mate, isn't today a special one? How are you, mate? I am good, mate. And today is going to be epic because uh, we've got a pretty big episode. We've got a pretty big announcement to make and we've got a couple of uh, legends in the house. All the things are happening. Guys, say hello. I love how they're, lo- they're looking at each other. For those that, for those of you playing along at home, um, we're doing this four-way conversation currently uh, via kind of like Zoom, I suppose, uh, but for podcasts. So forgive us if there's some awkward moments where um, we're looking at each other, um, but you can't tell we're looking at each other. But anyway, introduce yourselves. Tell us who you are. <laughs> let's give it. Let's give a round of applause for Georgia Fletcher and Mr. Adam Sini, the two very best celebrants in the world. Welcome to the show. Love you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Let's go in alphabetical order. Adam, you go first. Well, we were gesturing to each other because Matt called us legends and we were like, that's you and me. And we got all excited. And then you wanted us to talk and we were just excited that someone called us a legend. <laughs> that's my, that's my term of endearment. <laughs> Literally, it's, it's my word. I am a legend. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for having me on your legendary podcast. Adam, it has, it's been a while since you've been on. What? I think you were episode maybe like eight or something. Who's six, counting? Six, six or eight. It's and we're Maybe up to earlier. episode number fifty-nine now. So it's well, been a while, my friend. Yeah, basically, why haven't you had me back in fifty-one episodes? Is what we're <laughs> we just uh, you blew us up. I think it was when when the podcast didn't get started to get good. I think it was all because of you. Uh, anyway, oh, stop. you might not make it out the door tonight. <laughs> if we, uh, so who said it's good? Who said it's good? <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> and then George is back again. She, uh, it's been a little while, not that long, not as long as Adam. What's going on in the world of Georgia? Well, I love being back on the podcast. It's going to be great. We're going to make it an epic episode because Adam and I and you and you, we're all back together. It's really nice. That's Lovely good. little happy wedding vendor family. So why are we here? Let's just let's just rip the bandaid off. We're going to get straight into it. We're going to make a big announcement right straight away. Um, right now, right now, and then we're going to talk about the announcement oh after God. that. I feel well, I'm too nervous. Or Tim's got a different idea. No, no, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> let's let's rip the bandaid off, and maybe you know we we won't you know we won't sell the sizzle so to speak. But we have been working on something for a couple of months now. Uh, all four of us for actually quite a while. And, um, you know, guys, I want you, as a celebrant in the house, um, I want you guys to introduce this. What have we, we been working on? George That's Fletcher. <laughs> George is pushing it. Adam, you do this. <laughs> George, don't worry. I've got this. It's all oh. good. <laughs> it's a vow guide. <laughs> a oh. vow guide. It's so not good. just a vow guide. Before we started recording, it's, we talked about it being the vow guide. This is it. This is the one, the, the holy one, grail. The only, and especially when it's got two legends on board that have uh, really helped us craft this vow guide into what it is because it's not small and it's not something that um, I think like with a lot of our guys potentially out there that it is potentially a one-sided affair, you know, because there's not we don't always get like multiple celebrants together. Me and Tim have been to a lot of weddings and all of us putting our two cents into it to create this guide for you guys. Yeah, exactly. And look, we've called it the guides crafting the most epic vows. And it started, I think, 
I think it really started from a conversation that, you know, going to so many weddings and you guys, you know, telling and uh, marrying so many people, you have seen so many ceremonies, the good, the bad, and you know exactly, you know, how to craft a story that's unique to each couple. As a filmmaker, I've seen so many weddings and so many vows and so many ceremonies where some really just hit like a new standard. They really just hit the mark. They're unique, they're personal, they're beautifully crafted. And, you know, sometimes there's some that just miss the mark a little bit and you feel that it could be better. So this is what prompted the conversation that maybe we can actually collaborate here and create a comprehensive guide to writing your own vows. And this is not a small guide at all. How many pages is it, Matt? So I think we're at like over 50 pages, like well yeah, over whoa. 50 pages now. So 59 pages, 59 it's, pages. It's, it's, it's a page a, it's for a every episode boy. I haven't been on the podcast. That's, <laughs> that's what we're counting. He's a little dirty. Oh, <laughs> to Adam being on the podcast guide. <laughs> yeah. It's wild though, like, you know, when you think about it. And I suppose for us, like, it's something that we did think about. We were like, do we want to make it this big? Do we want to make it a bit smaller? What do we want to do? But even us, I think we, this is us culling it down even. And so we want to make sure that this was like useful information that like, if you are struggling to write your own vows, that you can open this, you can get some goodness out of it straight away uh, and start crafting your own personal vows. And it's something that's like in all my inquiries and whenever I'm talking to a couple, like at the start of the whole journey, it's something that everyone mentions pretty much straight away is like, do you help us with our vows? Our vows is something that we're a little bit nervous about writing, about saying, um, and it's always a question that comes up really early. So having something that we can push to these people and give to them, I think is going to be really, really helpful. Mm-hmm. Yes, and even the couples that aren't thinking about it early on because sometimes it's something that they're not even interested in. So what this guide also unpacks is not just writing personal vows to your partner for your wedding day. It's about all the options that are available too, which is fantastic, I think, because it is something for everyone. Yeah, amazing. What I really loved was the fact that you really put like, your own like uniqueness as celebrants like in there as well, like in different examples and vow styles and just how to make it like more personal and unique to the couple um, that you're actually marrying. Um, And you both have some golden nuggets in there that we definitely want to share a little bit later. (laughs) Adam's eyes just like, am I? Did I? Oh, my God. I'm like, where is it? Should I pull it out and remember? (laughs) It's like, what did I say? Did it it sound good? (laughs) Was it incriminating? (laughs) So I think like... Maybe for today's episode, like, let's run through some, like, a little bit of info about, like, let's just start off with, like, why do you think it's important and, you know, I want both or maybe all of our thoughts on why it is important to have personal vows on your wedding day? Like, it's a very, like, very broad question, I know, but try and keep it simple. I think it benefits Tim the most because I'll often say that your personal vows is part of your storytelling so if you have a videographer on the day your vows actually allow that extension of what the celebrant has said to then trickle into the video that your videographer or incredible people like Tim can then capture and the more audio they have the more moving moments they can capture to get the whole story of the couple so that's why I think personal vows can be such a great addition to every ceremony but saying that it's like also to us as celebrants, we can, you know, our job is to try and, and tell the story as well as we can and, and get cosy with the couple and, and feel like they're friend and, and try and encapsulate them as much as, as we can. But it can't replace the people actually talking to each other and being themselves and, and sharing why they are there and why they love each other. So that element, if, 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 they're, if they're up for it and they're confident enough to do it, is very, very special and important. But saying that, and I think we're probably we're going to get to that a bit later on doesn't mean you have to do your vows as part of the ceremony that's something that i sort of push my couples who who mm. find it a bit daunting not to do as well well like legally what like what do you have to do like to legally get married you have to stand there and smile uh, <laughs> and wait, that's not part of it and, 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 and not wolf and not wolf <laughs> <laughs> you can wolf if you want can you uh, give us your best wolf, Adam? Just one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. We should really give backstory to that, but it's also funny and not to. So let's just throw him under the bus and leave it at that. I don't uh, know why I've heard when you asked me to wolf. It's late. 
We're recording at midnight. That's what's wrong with these boys. George is going to hand over a mouth in shock of what Adam just did. But anyway, oh, I could do okay. worse. <laughs> <laughs> There's just no context, and the three of you were part of something where you woofed, and so I'm on the outside here where I I don't understand the joke. We did it. We look, quickly. We did a wedding, and I I started talking from their dog's perspective. And for some reason, I saw Tim was laughing behind his camera. I just started improvising and enjoying myself. And I just started woofing and panting like a dog to no end. I did it for Tim, basically. (laughs) (laughs) The other day we did a wedding, Adam, and you talked on behalf of the dog in English, though. I was very disappointed, to be honest. Yeah, no, right. I've retired my my impersonation. It was, I got cancelled in the (laughs) community. So when I was editing that film, like, I had... The footage of like you like oh woof 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 <laughs> this is what your dog said and I'm like I really don't know how to put this into their story like I don't know how to use <laughs> it's just a beautiful musical backdrop behind the whole thing yeah. like we, on the um, acoustic version of the Baha Men of who let the dogs out yes <laughs> exactly oh, we're we gone so far off track so we're going to one hundred percent have to nails. we're gonna have to one hundred percent add this woofing into this section now. <laughs> It's happening now. Anyway, okay. Yeah. So why why do personal vows? Why do personal vows? And really, I like I don't know. Like really, in my opinion, is like yes. Like as a filmmaker, one hundred percent. Like it is an extension of your story. Like for me, it gives me some like some really juicy like juicy bits, and especially when you can get comfortable enough to be vulnerable um, and actually really express yourself and your love for your partner, um, promises, and how you create your vows. It can really elevate your story, but it's not the sole focus. Like for me, saying personal vows is making promises and essentially making personalized vows to your one and only that you want to share with your friends and family as well. Uh, but yes, that can scare some people as well. But there is also an option for, for those that are, might get a little bit anxious if they're too afraid to say it in front of people. <laughs> Yeah, and we will drop that little golden nugget soon. I wanted to speak on behalf of the photographers in the house uh, who are listening because I would say like personal vows are still great for me too in a sense of I actually use them in like on the day, I would say like the information that I've received, I suppose, Mm -hmm. or like listening to those personal vows, the information that I get from that, I can really leverage when it comes to like portraits and things like that. It also helps me understand who the couple are i get to know them a little bit more i find out like sometimes like some like little quirks about them or something that i was just like oh i can so use this later on because it's going to elevate uh the portrait time um or sometimes it's just understanding like uh for me like that they're not into something that i might normally do or you know essentially like it's a bit of background information especially if they haven't answered some of my like questionnaires probably as well as they should have i kind of get this like speed dating a little bit with them during that like personal vows section and maybe even when like you i suppose you guys as celebrants are like telling their story about them too that's kind of for me like it's a massive like section of rapport building without them actually having to say anything to me um which is quite nice and i use it to my advantage later on in the day yeah Exactly. And I absolutely love asking like my couples to send me your vows, um, you know, a couple of days, a week before your wedding. Do you want to know how many uh, couples say, I'm still finalizing my vows? Every <laughs> single one. <laughs> I, I almost was going to interrupt you and say, what couple is sending you their vows a week before? Because the email I got during this was for tomorrow's wedding. They've sent me their, their vows now. So... <laughs> Ah, better late than never. Yeah. Look, it, it's something, it is something that is quite common, but, you know, maybe we can shine some light on it. And, like, as the celebrants, like, what is an ideal time frame that you should finalise your vows and not the do- night before your wedding? <laughs> Definitely not the night before your wedding. I do always, so George is the same. We both have, like, a questionnaire or questionnaires that we send the couple. And that's our fact-finding mission for the ceremony. That's where we base a lot of the story off that we tell. Um, and the, I always tell my couple, get that done for me first, if you can. Um, if you can get that done a couple months out, that's fantastic because that might help in things that you might want to say in your vows. There's a lot of prompts in there that might be like, oh, that might be good in my vows. I won't tell that to Adam or Georgia. I'm going to hold that off to the side and use that later. And then once you've sort of done that, you might have a little bit of inspo to start hitting your vows. I, would, I usually say the latest I want them is a week before your ceremony. Um, which I know is leaving it really late. I say that's the latest. Georgia, don't pull that face at me. Georgia's having anxiety. (laughs) I want them to like, I feel like 
as you're getting closer, the, that, you know, that nervy excitement, anxiety level starts to build. And it's like, that's when like the raw, real emotion starts coming out. I know when I was getting married, it was like, I'm, I'm a realist and I, I need to like touch things and feel things. They need to happen for me to see them. It's like the closer I got to the wedding, the more like emotional I got and the better I would write vows. But I'm not saying do that. I'm just saying that's the latest I tell. And George is going to be like, I tell them to do it like a year. A year. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say a year. I was, I'd be like, you should turn up with your vows before you've even booked your vows. Should be ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> that is just how organized Georgia is. We're painting Georgia. a picture. You're a nice lady. We really <laughs> like you on the podcast. Please don't, please don't not come back. I'm a nice lady. So my timeline <laughs> is a little bit different, but I don't chase deadlines or hassle them. I'm not in their inbox. And I'm sure Adam wouldn't be the same going, where are your vows? We need your vows. They were due yesterday at 5 p.m. What I do say to couples, and I do it actually almost in the vibe check meetings when they ask about vows. And I say, well, this is what I do. I ask for vows at least if they want feedback, if they want feedback and support, because there are two emails I get around vows. It's either we would really like your support, we would really like your feedback, we would really like to know if we're on the right track, or I have these are my vows. And in that case, they're not actually asking for feedback. I'll say, do you want any help or are you happy with those? Because I also don't want them to doubt their credibility. I don't want them to think that they haven't done a good enough job in the eyes of their celebrant because at the end of the day, it's what they want to say, and I don't want their vows to sound like me. So if, in the case, they want feedback and they want advice, I'll say three weeks before. The reason why I say that is if they send that to me, I've got time to get both sets of vows because what I also find is even though I've got Thursday's groom's vows, I don't know where the bride's vows are. So I can't give equal feedback without seeing both of them because I could give him feedback, but then hers have come in 250 words longer. So by saying the three-week mark, they've got time to send them both. They've got time to take on feedback. Then they've got time to just enjoy the lead up to their wedding. So that's my timeline. It doesn't always happen that way. It's just about whatever the couple want and how much help they think or they're asking for me to give yeah the reason we we wrote this and collaborate on this guide is because it really is a pain point for couples when it comes to their ceremony and and vows is something that is so personal it is so so special to each couple that sometimes there's this like there's this barrier to actually getting started and we really wanted to i suppose provide a an outlet away and share some expertise from from those in the industry that you know just have so much information to share on what is the best way we can help our couples overcome like this pain that they have in writing their own vows. So how many, I suppose, like what would you say is the percentage of your couples that want your help in writing vows, Georgia? Most of them. Again, it depends on what they've prioritized in their planning. So the ones that are like sending them to me two days beforehand going, these are my vows, I'm not touching them because I don't want to overwhelm or stress them out because it's just too close to the wedding to make any changes. And if it's a destination wedding and they want to have a look at the changes. And so the couples that need the help, it's most couples, I would say, and it's flagged very early on in the planning process. And sometimes I get vows that I don't need to change. The couple I'm marrying tomorrow, they were perfect, both of them. They nailed the structure, they nailed the wording, and it they just complimented each other beautifully so there was nothing I needed to change what about yourself Adam yeah I agree it's like something that and something I just thought of when Georgia was talking it was like I've, I've got received vows for this weekend and when I read them it was today it was for Saturday's wedding they were a very similar tone and structure and length as well and it's something that I when we have our planning meeting which is a few months out from the day and we sit down it's something that I really push on the couple is like so here's, I send them a little guide to get them started. Uh, I give them some words of advice. And then I'm like, fly my pretties, have fun, write some vows. So I want it to be from your point of view, from your perspective as much as possible. And then I can give you some feedback, as Georgia said. But as we're all three of us, if we're sitting there having a discussion, it's like, well, let's talk about what we want to write. And then we're all on the same page. It's like, okay, we're going to make them a little bit funny, a little bit sentimental. We're all going to, we're going to start with a, a bit at the top that's a little anecdote. We're going to do three to four promises that are all going to be funny. And then we're going to end on something about the future. Great. One to two minutes is what we're heading for. That's just for a particular couple, right? 
So we can have that discussion all together. They can go away and write them separately. But then when they come back to me and show me, it's like, wow, they're, they're you know, whilst being uniquely that person, they're really nicely matched and sound really similar. And I don't have to do anything because perfect. Good planning, Adam. <laughs> love it give yourself a high five yeah. <laughs> someone has to <laughs> Absolutely so i suppose for for me like and maybe i was just thinking about this this just then and tim touched on it before that we got distracted by like adam being barking dog he's like what other or, like, or a purring cat or a purring cat yes let's not get distracted again um so we're talking about like what do you have to actually say with your vows and when it comes to the personal vows like do you guys as celebrants insert them into their vows for them or do you say you have to put these words in in terms of the actual words they legally have to say what does that look like so there's one line that you have to say by law each right so you have to say i call on the people here present or i ask on the people who are here present to witness that i you have to say your full name take you you have to say their full name to be my lawful wedded husband spouse wife partner can you say partner georgia i think you can it's on the I think you can as well that you say partner who so. knows we're not we're not celebrants we don't know the answer to these things <laughs> we we got the wrong celebrants on here matt oh, oh, damn. Just what do you delete the guide us? and start again <laughs> Legalities on things. Yeah, those are the. But I, I think it's you weave them into the ring exchange. So I say, with this ring, I ask the people here present, and that way their personal vows can just be their personal vows. Yeah, amazing. And the reason why we wanted to get both of you is because you both had to do that. Why are you looking at me confused? <laughs> no, you're allowed to do that. I Imagine this whole me, conversation right? comes out and you both get in trouble for the way that you celebrate. Like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I, just just, I hope no celebrants listen to this, right? No, 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 no one even listens to this. I don't even know why we're recording this. But Fantastic. Anyway. <laughs> Good. Great. Uh, <laughs> Don't push Tim, too much. Tim's no. like, I regret all decisions on doing this tonight at this hour that we have decided to do it's, this. <laughs> it's midnight, everyone listening. It's it's one a.m. Keeps getting later every time you ask me. It's not. It's not. Might be. Oh, look, I think we've we have alluded that there is a little bit of a there is a little bit of structure to to the vows, and both Georgia and Adam like have their own structure of, of doing things. Um, both two amazing way of doing things, but we wanted to, I suppose, like highlight the point that your vows don't have to be, you know, like creatively, you know, epically insane with beautiful like words that are crafted, like that's, you know, that would fit a Shakespeare novel. Like they just need to be personal words. They need to be words that are unique to you and just showcase who you are as people. And I think that's something that we really wanted to highlight with this guide is that yes, like, this guide can help you structure vows. It can help you write vows, um, but we still want them to be your words. 100%. And I would say like a lot of the time, the best weddings that I do go to, even if I use like uh, what Tim just said into like, you know, photo and video terms, like the best weddings that we shoot or the best weddings we're a part of are the ones that when you look back on the wedding day itself, you go, hey, that was James and Georgia, or hey, that was Fred and... Billy, whoever it may be, right? You can look at the people and you can go, that was exactly them. Uh, and like your guests will know that as well by listening to those vows, they're going to be like, oh my goodness, that is totally them. And it's not something they got off ChatGTP or, you know, <laughs> something like that. And that's what makes the personal vows personal because people know who you are and they can see that that is truly you. And I think people want vulnerability. A lot of the time it's the guests that really connect to the vows because they can feel the depth that the person has gone to and there's there is a place for google there is a place for chat gpt but it's also how you then weave your own words into the vows because we can hear you know familiar lines that we've heard in multiple weddings and they've been regurgitated or reformatted into that particular vow structure but if that person is hand on heart connected to those words and you can feel that in the way they're expressing it then it's going to make their personal vows that little bit more beautiful and allow the guests to really be in the space that they've created it's beautiful but i don't think it's just it's it's also like an element of uh how you're gonna feel saying them if, if you write vows that are like 
genuinely and authentically your voice and you're writing them, this is how I talk and this is my love language with my partner, you're going to feel less nervous getting to that bit during the wedding and during the ceremony because it's like if you write them how you think they should sound and they're this Hollywood version of this sort of staged I promise and they're very serious and romantic or whatever and that's not you, you're going to feel weird and you're going to feel like it's not authentic to your relationship when it should be. And if yeah. it's sort of, if, if your relationship is taking the piss out of each other and having a little bit of fun, uh, then you should do that. I, I, I heard vows recently and they were, she had this whole anecdote about um, how they were like different TV shows because they were big TV show nuts. So she talked about how there were characters from Bob's Burgers, how there were characters from Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Seinfeld. And it was so funny but you could tell it was so them and all their guests were cracking up because it was like this is so them she's just talking about their favorite tv shows and how their characters in it so it was like perfect and it was that vulnerability as well it's like they're just being themselves and it's beautiful to watch and fun i i feel like the best thing about like when it comes to personal vows is that you don't need to feel like it's a production and i think if you are allowing yourself like adam and georgia to saying to like be yourselves and to write things from the heart uh you definitely open up the kettle of fish of being emotional and that's okay. Like I think as, especially as a guy, like we always try and be tough and we're like, oh, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to be upset. I'm not going to be emotional. And like for me, I'm like, it's silly because if that's how you feel and if you care that much that you are going to, you know, end up in tears or you want to let that emotion out, you should do it. And I think if you're not creating personal vows, you're not going to be able to do that. Because writing the truth, you feel the same traditional or vows or vows that have been given to you by your celebrant off a piece of paper, there's no meaning behind it. Um, and it kind of ruins that moment that I would say is quite special. Um, yeah. And that you'll definitely think back on uh, in the future. Can I tell you what I did for my vows at my wedding? Oh, yeah, let's have stories. What should, yeah, let's do this. I like this idea because mine were horrible. Let's go. <laughs> I, 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 I wrapped my vows. So. <laughs> I did the first bit, I, did, I wrote some nice vows and I talked about the fact that, you know, I, I'd watched hundreds of people do vows and I thought for so long about how to make them different and unique and, and, and you know, nothing I'd never heard before at all the hundreds of weddings that I've seen. But then I realised that the, the, the crux of all those vows were the fact that this person really loves another person and there's a reason why people repeat sort of the similar sort of things because... Uh, you know, love is universal. And it was really corny and lame. I'm like, anyway, I couldn't put it into words, so I decided to put it into songs for you. And then the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air soundtrack, the song started to play, and then I changed the lyrics and rapped about uh, how we met and talked about my wife rapping. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I made them uniquely me. <laughs> how good. And that's that, that makes a lot of sense about you. It does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Because if anyone else said they wrapped their wedding vows. <laughs> My question is how do Ange yeah, sorry, find that? What did Ange she, do? I went second. <laughs> oh, she got she got the uh, the easy route. Yeah. I requested to go amazing. second because I, I, hers were amazing and she oh she absolutely nailed it. And she put little <laughs> cute references to us. She knows that I'm a big Simpsons fan, so she ended it on a Simpsons quote, which was really cute. Um, but yeah, I got her to go first because I knew that after I rapped that she wouldn't have wanted to go. <laughs> <laughs> mine was so mine was so bad because me and Jess were like this, you know, we got married um a fair couple of couple of years ago now, and it was before I was probably shooting a lot of weddings and I understood what the difference was between the personal and traditional vows. And so we were like standing up there, we actually did like a um What's the word when you we did a ceremony the day before, like a practice ceremony? Is that the word? Rehearsal. Rehearsal. rehearsal that's the word. Thank you. Uh, yeah, did the. I like how all three of you said rehearsal at the same time. That was cute. Um, anyway, so we did a rehearsal the day before, and then like um, the guy with Marius was like, "Oh, like so, are you guys gonna like you know do personal vows or traditional vows?" And Jess looked at me and goes, "Oh yeah, we'll do personal ones." And it was literally like less than twenty four hours before, and I was like, "Oh sure." And then, um, yeah, so mine were horrible, to be completely honest with you. I'm pretty sure I told her that I wouldn't leave washing at the end of the bed or something like that and all that. So just horrible, cliche stuff that I probably should never have said. So I uh, very much do regret that. If you listen to Jess, all pointing time. Um, all pointing time. All hers, pointing were, hers were really, really good. Jess's were really, really good and mine were really, really bad. So, yeah. Anyway. Do not recommend doing vows 24 hours prior or deciding you're both going to do it 24 hours prior. But yeah, if you follow, had follow George's vow advice. guide, 
Yeah, yeah right? you, if you had the bow guide, you could do a twenty. No, don't do a twenty-four hours before. But can I give one? Can I give one golden nugget as you like? To oh say? yes, yes. Uh, this is something I always tell my couples in like the first call. I think Georgia calls them a vibe check call. So usually you might have a conversation with your vendors before you book them in. I tell them then when we we no, we have a little bit of a touch on vows. Oh, do you want to write vows? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have expected you to do anything yet. Just something we'll talk about in the future. And I usually what I say to them at that point is like, we're a year out. Just start thinking to yourselves, oh, I'm going to write vows at some point in the next, you know, year. Uh, so whilst you're doing your daily life, if there's something that comes up that you're like, oh, that's so endearing and I love that about them or that's kind of annoying or whatever, just write them in the notes app in your phone. Have a running notes app going. So then in nine months time, when we have the discussion about your vows, you're going to have like 20 points here that all we have to do is format them and put them into nice words rather than like a blank page and nothing to say <laughs> about the person you love. Because that's hard when you get writer's <laughs> block, right? Because you're like, yeah. ah! And that's why people take so long to write them. They don't know what to say, the be all and end all, which it's not. But it's like, start yeah. thinking about them early. It's not, you don't have to write them. Just put little notes in your phone and then your celebrant can be like, oh, cool. Let's format these together. Easy. Well, good, uh, good for you if you are a couple listening. That there is actually a uh, bit of a notes section and uh, some templates in there. You have to actually to write some notes in there. So uh, thank you to the to lovely Georgia for that addition. I think that was a that was a very welcome addition to the vow guide. Mm, it um, was a worksheet, but I formatted it. I can't take all the credit. It was mostly Adam's. Take the credit, Georgia. <laughs> take the credit. See if I care. <laughs> That's that's right. That's why we both got you guys on this. Love it. <laughs> Look, like all that. right. So let's let's get to the meat of this, right? So if you are a couple listening, how how can guys, Georgia, Adam, how can um you know we can provide some advice on getting started to write your vows? So yes, they may have some notes written from months and months in advance. What would you say your advice would be for couples to actually get started to writing them? Let's just say at least a month out from the wedding. <laughs> It really depends. I know that's a really bad response, but it depends on when they've booked all their vendors. It depends on what order they booked the ceremony part. It depends on what their perception of what vows are going to be. I've had couples that do want to do the generic vows. I've had couples that I'm marrying this Saturday that are like, what vows? Do we have to? I'm like, no, if you don't want to, put it in a card. I've had couples that are doing a first touch or a first look and sharing their vows there. So in terms of timeline, it really depends. So if you follow Adam's great advice of opening up that blank notes app for my couples, I've also started doing Google Docs. So I share that with them when they book me um, so that they can start going into Google and it makes it easy for me because then I can see the working document, provide the feedback, and then it really depends Okay, let's let's paint a picture, right? Let's let's set a scene, set the scenario. You have a wedding couple. Their wedding is in a month's time. They want to write personal vows. They have no idea how to start. Everything is, everything else is booked. Everything is set. They have one of you two as their celebrants, right? How what advice would you give them to create vows that are unique and personal to you? If they're struggling to start. They're not sure what to say, but they want to make sure that it is unique to them. So if they have come to me in an email, usually what it is, and they say, we're really getting stuck on our vows, I would send them the document that I have shared that's part of this vow guide, which has examples, it's got sets of structures. And then if that document still is not helping, I say, just send me what you've got. Just send me whatever you've got. It could be a complete shambles. It could be word vomit, just all over the page and let me help you. And then what I'll do is I'll put whatever they send me into a Google Doc again because I love it and share it back with them with my advice. Sometimes I'll add it in another color or I'll be like George's suggestions and then what they've helped or what they've been able to provide. And that's where I would get to then. Again, it makes it very hard to give the right amount of feedback without the other persons. So that's what I would do in that scenario. Adam, over to you. 
Well, on that, I agree. He looks so shocked right now. <laughs> the whole time I'm like looking at Adam's face, and he just looks so shocked. Anyway, it's when I have something to say, and I'm trying to hold myself back so everyone else can talk. But I'm just so excited about this epic bow guide, guys. I just can't control myself when the world gets to see what's been put together by the Avengers of wedding vendors. It's gonna explode. Okay, that's that's why I'm excited, Matt. That's let's why take I a note. Let's myself. take a note on that. That that uh. The Avengers, write that down. Haven't seen it. Answer the scenario. What would you do? George, I agree. I would get them to send it to me. But if they're like, I don't even know what to write, right? And they're like, I've got nothing. What Tim is sort of referring to, I'd be like, okay, just get a pen and paper and just write down dot points of your five, the five things that you love about this person. The five dot point reasons why you are marrying this person and five things that you that you see yourself doing together in in 40 years time right so it's like dot points of like getting down to the actual bones of why we're here the reason why you love this person the reason why you're getting married and you should be able to write that in dot point form just give me adjectives if you have to and then we can expand on that if we have to but it's just like go back to the very basics of the reason why we're all here is because you love this person. And why do you love this person? What do they do for you? Yeah, exactly. So I suppose it probably leads us a little bit into what we are, I guess, going to be giving away as a bit of a like sneaky little preview to the full size guide. And we're actually giving this away for free. So we have a no a couple of sneaky little templates for you guys. So yeah, you'll be able to download that. We're going to give you access to that. You can download it. And pretty much what Georgia and Adam have just said, we are going to give away for free um, to give you guys a little bit of a sneak peek into Mm. what it looks like to maybe get started. And this will be really helpful if you guys are getting married next week and you have no idea what to do (laughs) and how to do it. So if you have not booked... Georgia or Adam, or perhaps you're at a stage where you're really unsure on how to write your vows, you are going to get a bunch of free templates to really set the tone, leveraging the two very best celebrants that we know on how they would structure their own vows. But boys, don't underplay yourselves. It's like, and we actually did mention it before, it's like a lot of vow guides are written by celebrants. And I think it's great that you do, you've pulled in two different perspectives. But having the two people, you guys, who like tell their story in a different way and, and you're bound to these people in a different way, you spend way more time with the couple than we do on the day. Uh, you have a completely different perspective that I think has been brought out in this vow guide really lovely, really nicely from a, from a almost audience perspective. because we, we stand up there with them. So it's like you see a different side of the whole thing from the guest point of view. So it's really nice to have that point of view in this guide as well. Yeah, which is which we've we've shared a few of our own golden nuggets in there. So, and that's what we mean. It, it is a it is a wonderful collaboration. Maybe we we should do more of this on different topics. Uh, maybe not let it take so long. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's been a couple of months since we it has been a couple of months. So anyway, <laughs> if you if you are someone that perhaps needs a little bit more help, obviously we have a fifty nine page vow guide that we will uh, we will be selling. Uh, and look for the first. Four weeks, we are going to provide fifty uh, percent off that guide. Uh, but for some vow templates to actually get you started, we're actually giving away for free. So oh. we're actually going to put a link in the show notes, so with the landing page, and you can head over there. Just pop your email in, um, name and email, and we'll actually send that to your inbox for free. So if your wedding is very soon and you might want to check these out, this is definitely for you. Get it? Yeah. I have an idea. How good? I. Oh, oh, ideas. I like ideas. Tell us ideas, Georgia Fletcher. Sorry, Tim. I know we're at 38 minutes and 26 seconds. We're on the clock. How would we feel about adding in the option for a couple to book in like a vow workshop? And Adam or I, Adam, up to you. <laughs> um, Georgia, 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 let's, let's, let's like stop for a second. All right. So do, do you think we should have spoken about this before we went live? <laughs> Maybe a little bit. We we were gonna. I, I was gonna say we should make a big deal about making a big clapping sound for our producer to remove this, but maybe we should leave this in as um, this is why this has taken so long to uh, come to fruition, I suppose. Um, and so let's. That's take- a great idea, Georgia. Let's do it. <laughs> you could cut that out. <laughs> no, I think we should keep it in. Though. No, we no, we're going to leave it in. So we're going to leave it in. I 
be happy to play. you. I don't if mind. If Get you would like to hire Georgia, or, I don't, or maybe you want to hire me and Tim because um, George, uh, Adam doesn't know how keen he is on this, but maybe me and Tim can give you insight as well uh, into creating and crafting your own personal vows. And you would like to do like a, a Zoom call with us. Maybe we could record it and turn it into a podcast. Who knows? Uh, if that's something you wanted to do, let us know. We'll we'll come up with some price <laughs> and how to do that uh, between now and whenever somebody decides they would like to reach out to us. Thanks, Georgia, for that um, sidetrack note. Uh, we really appreciate you. Uh, I'm here to we'll help. You, we'll send you the bill later. Um, or not help. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I look at it. <laughs> I wanted to like touch base really quickly before we um, go way too rogue and who knows where this was uh, going to end. Can I ask up. a question before oh, you ask yes. your question? Ask a question? What's your longest episode ever? Um, not. I think we've been at. Oh, we did, it's, we did a double. It's about two hours. Yeah. yeah. Two, about two okay. Hours. So I've yeah. got another hour and 20 to get the record. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last question, Matt. Go, go, go. <laughs> Sorry. So, okay. So I want to talk because we've kind of touched on it a few times, but we haven't actually broken it down and spoken directly about this yet. And that's like talking personal vows, but in a private way. Right. And this is something that me and Tim have done a fair bit. And I've been recommending it more and more recently to um, my couples who have thought about doing personal vows or they just give off this vibe to me that they're like not really keen on being center stage for a long period of time uh, in the spotlight, whatever you want to say. And so maybe, I don't know, Tim, do you want to talk about like, you know, your feelings towards like doing personal yeah. vows in a private way? Yeah. So, okay. So personal vows versus private vows or private vows is saying your personal vows just in a private setting. Um, and really this, this conversation should start when you start planning your wedding when you when you've booked your celebrant you'll have the conversation with your celebrant on what what your ceremony looks like but it is becoming more popular and i do feel there is a little bit more of a trend of couples actually realizing that their wedding day does not need to follow any structure whatsoever they can completely take control in what their wedding day looks like and they're more comfortable in making decisions that align and what resonates with them so you know, I, this is something I talk about quite early, um, especially in terms of like a timeline. Like, hey, what, what time is your ceremony starting? But before you answer that, what do you want to do in between that time between your ceremony and your reception starting? And when it comes to saying personal versus private vows, it's like, okay, what resonates with you individually and what resonates with you both as a couple? How comfortable are you expressing yourself? Um, because sometimes that, you know, it might cause emotional chaos and anxiety to talk in front of you know family and friends and you know completely be vulnerable and express yourself in front of them. so if that's the case then we open up the dialogue and we open up a conversation about okay you know if you still want to still want to say your personal vows maybe let's look at you know going away somewhere privately to say them you know and like um, you know, do not tempt me with scouting a beautiful location and going somewhere like absolutely amazing. Maybe we can bring a um a DJ. Maybe we can bring a soloist or a musician. We've done that a couple of times, which is always quite special. But we make that process very personal and very private. So that is also an option as well. It's something that I am pushing my couples more towards as well. From my perspective, it doesn't help at all having the couple nervous during the ceremony it's not what i set out to do at all or what anyone wants to do it's like you should enjoy your ceremony as much as possible and like you you pointed to it's like if you are going to be, be feeling nervy to do something or say something then just don't do it it's not necessary there's only that one line you have to say by law please go and do a first look and do it with your videographer and photographer that's awesome that's fantastic and then i can sort of fill the gaps of what might be said in the vows from your questionnaire um, and sort of reveal more of what you said you loved about each other or that sort of stuff, just to sort of fill that lovely gap. But no one's going to miss it. No one's going to turn around and be like, why didn't they do it? Because, you know, they should have done it. Like, no, they didn't want to. And that's fine. Yeah, exactly. And look, it's, it's come up quite a few times. And that's why we really specifically wanted to mention this. And the vow guide does include this. And obviously, like, all of us want to provide as much value as possible. And that is why this mammoth of a document is 59 pages is because we have thrown in so much of our expertise and opinions and golden nuggets within this thing that it really does cover all bases when you do want to write your own vows. So any lasting thoughts, Georgia, Adam, before we sign off? 
Matt, do you know how we rave on about client experience a little? And do you want to know the golden nuggets behind my client delivery system? Uh, not really, but anyway, I know you're going to tell me, so shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. But uh, you know we're all about leveling up our client experience. And if you're still delivering wedding films to your couples with Google Drive or Dropbox, then you really aren't giving them the best experience, are you? And this is why I use Vidflow. It's a pay-per-use online platform that allows you to deliver on-brand websites with your very own domain for each of your clients while still being incredibly affordable and Vidflow is accessible on mobile desktop and my absolute favorite feature is the fact that it links to your smart tv so your couples can watch their wedding film on their own big screen and with all that effort that you put into your film you really want to ensure your couples can have the best experience possible so use our code make it epic 20 for 20 percent off your Vidflow yearly premium membership Just make your vows uniquely yours. You don't have to do vows just because someone else did them at a wedding and you thought that's how you needed to do them. There is so much out there on social media now that it's almost overwhelming the options and the possibilities for what vows should sound like and look like and be as long as. And it's about having that open dialogue and that communication with your partner about what they want to do, what you're comfortable with, and then liaising with someone. Hopefully that's your celebrant or your videographer, photographer, someone in your vendor team or people in your vendor team that you trust that can give you that advice and help guide you in the right direction because you don't have to do vows the way other people should. You do vows your way. Oh, Georgia, I couldn't say any better. But there's one thing on that, Georgia. There's only one guide that can put you in the right direction to making those vows personal. And it's this one. Just if you're it wondering. Is. It's just it's- <laughs> we're, we're so happy to cut that up and put that as short form. 100%. Before, before we sign off, guys, before we sign off, there is something special. There is something special about you two. And, um, you know, we want to be the ones to share it first. So please tell us, you guys are doing something a little special little special, you got something planned, something's going on. Share with us, share the news. Georgia and I have bought a bike together. <laughs> it's, it's one of those tandem bicycles. And Georgia rides on the back. And right, we have gelato. We're, we're starting a gelato business. This is why we're friends. <laughs> I, like, I like ice cream. <laughs> Georgia, we know do you that. want to give the real answer or should we just leave it at that forever? No, please tell us, please. We're doing a podcast. Yes. What? How good. We are, we are very excited for you guys. Apparently me and Tim, for some reason, gave you guys some sort of uh, inspiration and uh, you liked hanging out with us and you were like, we should do this too. So uh, they tell us the name of it and what you guys are planning on doing because I know you've already got this all down pat. Well, it took 15 episodes for you to get Adam back so he wouldn't stop talking otherwise. <laughs> so we needed it. <laughs> We needed something to be able to allow him to talk and share all the wonderful ideas and for me to sit back and listen and often contribute on the occasion. It's called Left on Wed. It's wild, it's chaotic, but it's informative and educational all at the same yeah, time. Yeah, just talking to these guys, I realise how less chaotic this podcast is and probably more informative, quite frankly. Um, <laughs> we started. We start. We started off very chaotic at the start. To be honest, it's taken us like sixty episodes nearly to be some sort of like uh, professional. Is that? I don't even know if we can say. I that don't right. think we're professional. But sure. <laughs> I may have added to that chaos on episode eight, so I apologise for that. That's okay. It's <laughs> good. Blazers and Adam is just selling couches, so that's what. Yeah, that's all I do. I'm just tell us a little bit of detail. So, what is the podcast about? Obviously, you've got two celebrants chat and shop. Hmm. Tell us a little bit about it. Left on wed. So it's left on when it's little bite-sized tips of people getting hitched. So it's for the couple, for the people getting married, little 20-minute pocket-sized episodes. And every episode is just on a particular topic um, from the start of wedding planning to the end is what we're doing, basically, from the perspective of two celebrants. So from what we've seen and we're just sort of yelling at each other for 20 minutes about, Georgia, what's the topic we're going to talk about? Venues. <laughs> Venues. So we're like, here's here's how you pick a venue, and then we give out very. Sorry, that wasn't the most exhilarating sales for a topic. 
<laughs> oh no, my bones started vibrating when you talked about vendors. God damn. You're gonna listen to Left On Wed now. <laughs> we will uh we'll we'll definitely be leaving the uh leaving a link to the podcast in the show notes. It may kind. not be out by the time right. that uh this episode comes out. When are you guys when are you guys actually launching? do you know when your first it's a little Christmas be launched? It's a little it's a little Christmas present. We haven't announced it yet, but it's gonna be just before Christmas. Ooh, well, that's juicy. exciting. How good. Well, we're very excited you guys are doing it because maybe maybe if you're listening, maybe this maybe you're hearing us on like left left on wed. Is that what we're called? Is that what yeah. we call it? Yeah, got nailed yeah. it. Perfect. Maybe you're listening to it because you've like maybe thrown it up there, this episode up there is like a bit of a joint declaration. Who knows? So anyway, where's Tim? We want we want you to come on our podcast as our only guests. Okay. Every week. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> this is it now. You're on our podcast now. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna leave it there. Alright. <laughs> say what you're gonna say. Alright, before we go, let's just tell everybody because I don't know, I don't know how Adam and George do their podcast, but anyway, before we go, I want to make sure that you all you, you all know where you can find this amazing resource that we've all created together about vows right and so make sure that you click the show notes below you check out the links right get those downloadable templates that we have giving away for free and then you can also if you get onto it in the next four weeks you are going to get 50 percent off the vow guide in total oh my lord <laughs> what is going on i i can't even um we're gonna can i take a screenshot of this with what adam's doing right now Yes, this is can. this is what happens when you get four of us on an online podcast <laughs> studio. Adam's Adam's <laughs> wild. The plot is Ange looking at you like you're a weirdo because you keep looking up <laughs> towards her. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm wearing so, four children's bibs on my face. All right. Well, on that note, make sure you check out our epic vow guide because we have it created for you guys, and we're making sure that you will be able to leave knowing how to write this guide. Tim, All right. it's been a wild episode today. I don't really know how we wrap this up. George is pretty much gone. Adam's... It's stuck. George, George is basically on the floor laughing. So, look, let's just uh, let's just wrap it up. Thank you both for jumping on the Make It Happy podcast. And, look, we just want to say a huge thank you for this beautiful collaboration in the the ultimate guide to crafting the most epic vows. It's been amazing. It's been beautiful. I hope we get to work on something again very shortly. Or maybe we're working on a workshop. Who knows? Georgia just find that out there. But <laughs> we'll chat to you soon. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye.